an hour of truth for the battered but proud people of the Empire State. From the financial and entertainment epicenter of New York City to the sleeping and empty small cities and towns of upstate, which once bustled with manufacturing, mining, and farming. We all know from inspiration, history, and nature, we deserve a return to the success and growth of generations past, a birthright being squandered by corruption in Albany, and the depredations of an insecure, scheming mountebank posing as governor, who loathes both us and himself. As liberty beckoned to enslaved peoples behind the Iron Curtain via American broadcasts after World War II, we now say, believe, rise, and join us. Welcome to Radio Free New York. Welcome, welcome to Radio Free New York. Yes, it is Larry Sharp here sitting in for the amazing Andrew Hollister. For those of you who don't remember, I can't believe you don't remember, I ran for governor in 2018, governor of the great state of New York, and my lieutenant governor was the man, the myth, the legend, Andrew Hollister. While I am super cool, so is he. So not a bad deal for both of us. Two super cool people. You guys had the option. For more information on me, please feel free to head over to LarrySharp.com in case you don't know who I am. Today, I want to talk about what's affecting this state and this nation. It is the response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Right, The problem that so many of us have, have heard is my business has been destroyed by COVID. My, um, my job I lost because of COVID. My, my, my town is, is falling apart because of COVID. It's not true. It's important that we understand that's not true. The reason why our businesses are collapsing, the reason why our jobs are being lost the reason why our economy is being destroyed and our society is being broken is not because of the virus. The virus kills people. It does that without question. It's real. What's destroying us is the government response. That's the critical nuance that I want to make sure everyone understands. It isn't the virus itself. It is the response that is destroying us. People are actually saying, and, and it's hard to even imagine that many of our cities are never going to recover from this. New York City is never going to recover to the way that it was. I mean, it will still, of course, bounce back in some way. But it won't go back to what it was. There's no way. It can't. We have a $12 billion deficit in just the New York City MTA. $12 billion deficit in just one aspect of one city in New York State. Oh, my God. Where's that money going to come from? Magic? We're now going to say, you know what, let's raise rates in, on the MTA. And you might say, well, Larry, I don't live in New York City. Why do I care? Because prior to COVID, New York State was writing a check to the MTA every year for $6 billion. You were paying for the MTA anyway, and now you're going to pay more. So it doesn't even matter. You can say, I live in New York or I don't. It doesn't matter. You're paying for it. So if you don't live in New York City, but you live in New York State, you might as well come down and ride the subway once in a while because you're paying for it. So you might as well ride it. At least get a little bit of your, uh, uh, of your money's worth, something at least. And that's just that. The state was $400 billion in debt prior to COVID. Now there'll be at least a $61 billion 
deficit for the state. But as the cities begin to collapse, as the economies within those cities begin to collapse, you might say, well, Larry, I don't live in a city. Why do I care? You might. Where do you think those people are going? I'm not a big fan of magic. It doesn't really work very well. I've tried. I failed it in high school. Didn't go. I tried it again in college. Failed magic there too. I'm not good at it. I get reality though pretty well. Not always 100%, but pretty well. And I know that when the cities begin to collapse, when this, the people are going to leave, where are they going to go? Well, if you live in a city, it's going to hurt you because your city is going to depopulate. You're going to see buildings boarded up. You're going to see uh, people not coming in. You're going to see schools defunded. You're going to see all the things you don't like start happening if you live in a city. If you don't live in a city, you're going to see all those city people coming to you. Either way, we're talking massive culture shock. That's what's happening coming up here. So you might say, well, Larry, that's great. Now you're complaining. So what? Anybody can complain. That's true. They can. But if you were paying attention to me, and most of you probably weren't because I'm not running anymore, but I was talking about an answer literally six months ago. I was expressing how we could actually have kept our economy going, kept people safe, kept our elderly who are vulnerable safe by not sending them to their deaths, <clears throat> excuse me, in... <clears throat> In uh, old folks' homes, I, I wouldn't want to do that. We could have done that. And I talked about that six months ago. But now what do we do? Now how do we begin to fix this? The first thing to do is do what I'm doing is talk about it. Republicans and Democrats have had their um, conventions recently. Republicans still having it now. Democrats days before. They're yelling and screaming about how bad the other is, right? Oh, Biden's evil and old and dumb and Trump is evil and going to kill us all, right? And they go back and forth and yell at each other. But at what point were they saying our cities are collapsing, which will affect our suburbs, which will affect our rural communities, which will affect our culture. So we have to have an answer for this. They really didn't. They are watching our cities collapse and in certain cases specifically burn and then they're squabbling over who will rule the rubble. I'd rather not have rubble. I'd rather not rule you. I'd rather us rule ourselves. I'd rather us not have rubble. Save our cities, which saves our suburbs, which saves our rural areas. All right, so how do we do that? So many ways of making that happen. But I'm going to say something that's absolutely crazy. How about the first thing we do is we create a government, and this can be done very simply, that is simply transparent and allows everyone to put their information almost like a Wikipedia. I'm not joking. Why do so many people distrust the government? Why do so many people distrust police? Why do so many people distrust our establishment? Because of this top-down, I know better, you don't know anything, do as I say, and that's that. Of course people rebel. Of course people fight back. We're human beings. It's what we do. But when you say, here's the information that we believe is correct, and we might be wrong, but we think it's correct, here it is. And here is a place for you to put your information that you think is correct. You can do that too. If you do that, you can look at both of them, but not just that. People that you trust, people that you believe will look at both, right? Some people, that's what they do, right? They'll do that and they'll say, this is correct, this isn't correct. 
and we'll start testing it. If we would have done this six months ago, we'd know what works by now already. But I say we just do it now. What does that mean? That means we begin to put some trust back into our establishments. Some trust into our institutions again. You can see so many people who just don't trust them. They listen to only their side and we pick a side based upon who we distrust. You don't trust those guys? Me either. I guess we're allies. Me and you, we're buddies. That's how that works. I would rather us not be that way. I would rather us instead take the time, take the energy to create first a basically a New York State Wikipedia on, on, on the COVID response. To create protocols so we can survive not only in the COVID-19 world, but what happens when the next one hits? Do we think this is the last virus to ever strike humanity? Come on. There's going to be more, many more. So let's set up protocols now that work. How in the world are we going to decide that the only answer we're going to have is to shut our economies down, to lock everybody up and wait until a vaccine pops out? Is that our answer every time? I'm not against vaccines. If you want to take a vaccine, that's amazing. Please take the vaccine. Awesome. Good on you. But I can't expect the entire country to think that the vaccine is the only answer, that they all should be forced to take it. Of course not. Of course I can't. That doesn't make any sense. This is a self-inflicted wound because we wouldn't prepare ourselves. Now, for those who don't know me, I was a Marine for seven years. While I was in the Marine Corps, I was going to go in the 80s. I'm in my 50s now. So I was in the Marine Corps in the 80s. There was still a Soviet Union when I was in the Marine Corps. And when I was in the Marine Corps, they taught us. We were worried about uh, the, the Soviets dropping chemical weapons, the Soviets' biological weapons, the Soviets dropping tactical nukes in, in Europe. We were worried about all those things. And they taught us that we have to be able to function in an environment that is contaminated. That just because the environment's contaminated doesn't mean you don't fight the war. The war is still on. And both sides, left, right, Trump, Cuomo, have both called this a war. We're fighting a war. The invisible enemy. And then they want us to surrender. I don't want to surrender. I want to fight. Let's find a way to function in this contaminated environment so that we can still survive and have our lives and have our families and have our businesses and have our churches and have everything that makes us happy as individuals. That's what I want. Wikipedia first, protocol second. That's how we move forward. It's Larry Sharp here, Radio Free New York, sitting in for the amazing Andrew Hollister. Check me out, LarrySharp.com. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. 
They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovation should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. You're listening to Radio Free New York. Hey, welcome back. It is Larry Sharp here sitting in at Radio Free New York, sitting in for Andrew Hollister. I, as you know, I ran for governor in 2018. And if you didn't know, I'm also the host of the Sharpway video podcast. Feel free to check me out at sharpway.com or the sharpway on twitter youtube or facebook before the break i talked about the idea of creating basically a wikipedia page basically for new york state to create actual protocols for us to survive again and again and again but i'm not done instead of using the government which is what we are doing now to actually go down and punish people for not following the orders of his majesty king andrew ii and punishing people with 250 fines $500 fines, $1,000 fines. Instead, I have my inspectors simply see if you're following what is considered New York State protocols. If you are not, you don't get a New York State stamp. Good luck. Not going to shut you down. If you do, I give you a stamp. You get a stamp. You follow New York State rules and regulations, I'm sorry, guidelines on the COVID response. What, what should be done to have a safe establishment in New York State? Now, guess who gets to decide on whether you get shut down or not? Your customers, the consumers. The consumers go around. If they respect, and I hope they would, because it will be transparent, if they respect the New York State stamp, then they go into the facility. If they don't have it, they don't go into the facility. The facility has to adjust on its own without me having to get mad, without me having to crush it, without me having to shut it down, without me having to punish. But not just that. As I said, it's Wikipedia. So what does that mean? That means that other people could have their own protocol set up and there could be multiple stamps. There might be a a medical association that has a stamp. And then you as the consumer decide, you know what? I don't only want the New York stamp. I also want this local medical association stamp. And if they don't have both, I'm not going in. Or maybe you don't care about the New York state stamp. You only care about the, uh, the local medical association stamp. It doesn't matter, you get to pick. But then Larry, people might get sick. You're right. They did get sick. They are getting sick. That didn't go away. Again, I don't believe in magic. I'm not good at it. Not my skill set. Some people were going to get sick. That's true. But if we had thought at this earlier, we would know what's working by now already. We would have had the right information in front of us with right choices to make. And we could have functioned months ago and not destroyed ourselves. And we'd know what works and what doesn't work. And all those stamps would eventually wind up being almost the same because we know what actually works and we'd be set now and for the future. But more importantly, we'd be confident. We'd know that we can survive in this environment again. And when the next virus comes, jump into protocols and we're set. We could survive and thrive. That's what happened in South Korea. 
Why? Because they had this before. They had they they had these types of viruses in the past, and they could click into the right protocols and still survive. Not us, because we worked on fear. We worked on I know better than you. Do as I say. Yeah. How'd that work out? Not so good. But yes, I'm not done. When I put my stamps out there and people start following the right rules and making things happen the right way, we can now adjust. Again, it's a wiki. It changes, it shifts, adjusts. The protocols become better, stronger, faster. And now we can survive. But more importantly, the protocols in New York City probably shouldn't be the protocols in North Country. Queens is not Hamilton. Monroe County is not Chautauqua County. They're different counties with different ideas and concepts and different environments. And we can actually come up with protocols for each one locally and see what works best. That's what I always talk about. But now that's done. That's not enough. Now I have to incentivize people to come back because you know as well as I do that right now, New York is bleeding population worse than it ever has. We were losing over 100,000 people every year before COVID. Now they're running away as fast as possible. I got His Majesty King Andrew II, uh, uh, all praise be unto our overlord. Uh, I have him literally begging wealthy people to come back. Now, for those who don't know what I do in my day job, yes, I have a day job besides hooping and hollering at you all day. Um, I'm, I'm a trainer, a coach, I deal with businesses, consultant, teacher, I do that, that kind of thing, depending upon who will hire me and when my overlord allows me to work. Right now, my overlord doesn't allow me to work, and I have a secondary overlord. For those who don't live in New York City, as I do, I also have de Blasio. So I have, the, I have His Majesty King Andrew and my local baron, who also decides to devastate my, my area. So when they allow me to work, I get to work. When they don't, I'm basically have to, I basically have to be a coach. This way, through uh, Zoom or some other uh, function, Skype, I have to be a coach. Most of the people I coach, most of them are relatively wealthy. Some are very wealthy, but most are well off. Most of them aren't in New York City anymore. Most of them have gone to their second homes. Many of those second homes aren't even in New York State. They're in Connecticut, Florida, the Carolinas, Jersey Shore. Some are on Long Island, some are upstate. But most, but most aren't in New York City. In fact, all aren't in New York City. They don't want to come back. Why? They don't want to come back. Why would you come back to a broken MTA? Why would you come back to a crowded city that's, that's full of chaos and destruction when you can hang out at your cool summer home and be just as effective because of technology? Technology got even better. Why? Because it had to. Because the government forced it to. The government shot its own cities in the foot and now is mad. I'm mad because I shot you in the foot. You did it. Now, the best part is His Majesty's writing a book on how awesome he is. And people are going to buy it. Can't believe it, but that's going to happen. So now we have this problem. People are packing up and leaving in droves and aren't coming back. Businesses are shutting down and not reopening. How the hell do we fix this? All right. Many things. Number one, we still, and it's going to sound crazy, we have to get rid of the income tax. I know you're saying, Larry, how in the world are we going to get rid of an income tax when we have a deficit that's $60 billion? The deficit is more than how much we bring in, in income tax. We bring in about $50 billion, $40, $50 billion in income tax. Well, used to, not anymore, obviously. Used to every year in New York State. Deficit's at least $60 billion. So it doesn't even make it. I, I get what you're worried about. It makes total sense. 
So how do we do it? We phase it. I mentioned this when I was running in 2018, a four-year plan to phase out the income tax, right? Because once people know the state income tax is going away, the people who are on the edge, who are like, I'm out of here, I just can't take it anymore. Some of those people will go, he's getting rid of income tax? I'll hold on. Some will hold on. Some absolutely will hold on. And I'll hold some of them. Some are still gonna go, it's too far. We're actually seeing homes being abandoned already. Not, not paying the tax, not worrying about the mortgage, simply packing up and leaving and saying, there's my house, good luck. That's it. So begin to phase it out. But how do you phase it out? I'm going to give you something that's going to sound crazy. I know it does. Cryptocurrency. What other answer is there? Are we just going to have the federal government write us checks for, I'm not joking, $100 billion? For us to not find another way of raising money or another form of currency to pay some of our debt, if we can't do that, the federal government is going to have to give us, I'm not joking here, over $100 billion for many years. We're one of 50 states. How much debt can we go in? At what point, it's, it's not even real money anymore. It's monopoly money. At one point, I'll just go to the game store. Is there still game stores? Or buy online, Amazon, whatever. And I'll buy a Monopoly set and I'll just pay with that money. It's the same. In fact, it probably is more value than our money at one point. We have so much debt. So we have to find a cryptocurrency answer, a local New York coin. I know some of you are like, what? Larry's crazy. No. What other answer is there? Tell me how you're going to fix this. There's no other answer. His Majesty's answer is, Trump better give us money or it's all Trump's fault. That's his answer for everything. When he ran against me, he wasn't running against me. He ran against Trump. And Trump wasn't on the ballot in 2018. And he ran against Trump. He's running against Trump now. And he's not even running. He's always running against Trump. If Trump wins this election, Cuomo has another enemy. If Trump loses this election, Cuomo's still going to be running against Trump. It's all Trump's fault. He's going to blame Trump for everything. Your car is going to start in the morning. It was Trump. He cut, he cut your, uh, your hoses. It was Trump. That's what happened. I'm teasing. But the point is there has to be an actual answer. I can't just yell. Cryptocurrency is one answer. There's a second answer. One of our biggest problems is infrastructure in New York. You know, potholes everywhere. We can fix our infrastructure too. And I will cover that after our break. It's Larry Sharp, Radio for New York, sitting in for the man that legend himself, Andrew Hollister. We'll be right back. from abatement row county american bikers aim toward education distracted driving is dangerous so pull over and eat 
Don't try to read your mail and newspaper and stay off your cell phone. Make a mental note to be more alert, making it a habit to expect the unexpected. Remember to look twice. Save a life. Train yourself to watch for motorcycles which are harder to see. Join a bait and your family will be protected with a free $4,000 accident policy. Ride safe. Ride free. Ride often. A bait. If you ride, ride with us. Google a bait Monroe County. You're listening to Radio Free New York. Hey, it is Larry Sharp here. Welcome back here on Radio Free New York. Sitting in for the man himself, Andrew Hollister. I'm Larry Sharp. Ran for governor in 2018 over to LarrySharp.com. Or also the host of The Sharp Way video podcast almost every night, 7 p.m. Eastern. And tonight I'm having on the guy running against AOC. Yes, for those of you who don't know, I live in Queens, New York. And uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is literally my congressperson. I accept your condolences. Yeah, so that's where I am. That's what I'm doing. Happy to be here with you, talking about trying to fix New York State and our country from this horrible COVID response by the government. I talked about trying to get rid of our income tax using cryptocurrency as one method, but not just that. Also adding on top of that, fixing some of our crumbling infrastructure. If we're able to get people to believe that the income tax is going away, some people will stay. Some are still on their way out. I get it. But some will stay. The next thing is, how do we get people to want to come back? All right. One of those things is infrastructure. How in the world can we fix our infrastructure, which everyone's saying we're going to build our roads and build our rail and all the things they've been telling us. We've been supposed to have high-speed rail since I was like seven, Right now, that hasn't happened yet, but it's going to happen, supposedly. Now that we're in bazillions of dollars of debt, yes, I made that number up, bazillions of dollars of debt, now we're going to all of a sudden build high-speed rail somehow. No. Instead, why don't we find other ways of raising money besides more taxes? If you haven't been paying attention, His Majesty King Andrew has already been talking about raising taxes everywhere. Local counties are talking about raising property uh, taxes, raising taxes everywhere. As, as I said three years ago, too many of you didn't vote for me, damn you. As I said three years ago, as people leave the state, but the, the, the burden of taxation still goes up, you simply have to raise taxes. It's basic math. I may not be good at magic, but I'm pretty good at math. Enough to know that. You don't even have to know common core math. That's just regular math. Yeah. So how do we do, fix that? All right, something as simple as potholes to as big as bridges and tunnels. Doesn't matter what it is, bridges and tunnels or or, or simple potholes, I'll cover both. Simple potholes. Why in the world aren't local people fixing potholes? I'm not joking when I say local people. What's happening all over the place as people sit in their homes being stuck here and stuck there, can't go to work? Delivery, pizza delivery, uh, Chinese food delivery, etc., restaurant delivery, all over the place. So people are riding their bikes or their scooters or their cars all over the place. Why aren't those companies fixing potholes? Domino's does it. Why can't others? Yeah, I'm not joking. As the franchises try to come back in, the McDonald's of the world, not McDonald's, Taco Bell delivers now. Are you kidding me? Why aren't we having Taco Bells fix the potholes? I'm very serious. They want to do it. And you get to, guess what we get to do? They either get to put their name on the physical road, meaning on the road as you're driving, or they get a sign that says potholes fixed on Main Street thanks to Taco Bell or whatever. 
or not even a large company. How about thanks to the local Rochester's Restaurant Association? I don't know if there is one or not, but there should be. So that association, or maybe you rotate. Tom's Diner, Bob's Diner, Jane's Diner, Sue's Diner rotates through and they begin to fix the potholes. Yes, that's not crazy. They're finding ways to, to, to advertise, but here's the best piece. If there's advertising that makes sense, banks will give loans. Banks will give loans to private businesses to market. That happens every day. Investors who want to find new ways to invest in businesses will invest in that because it's permanent infrastructure with their name on it. They will invest in it without taxpayers having to pay. Companies can grow. Businesses can grow and market. People can get back on the road. No extra taxes. Investors come in and banks are loaning lending money. This is not a bad idea. It isn't the only idea, but is it a great concept to get our roads just up to par everywhere? But I'm not done. You knew I wasn't done. How about the big deal? How about the big interstates? How about the bridges and the tunnels? Some of you remember this idea from before. I was talking about this three years ago and now more than ever. Why in the world aren't we now taking what New York City is going to become, which is a tourist city, that's all it's going to become. Finance is already leaving. All the businesses are going away. It's too expensive. The building's going to stop becoming empty. It's going to become a ghost town relatively. But what will still be good in New York City? Tourism. We still have the UN, uh, Statue of Liberty. Broadway will eventually open up. We still have Madison Square Garden. The New York Yankees. We still have all these things that people will still want to come to see. Well, it used to be Disney's Broadway. Maybe it should be Disney's Bridge or Disney's Tunnel. Yeah, I'm not joking. Absolutely. Disney's station, uh, railway station in New York. Yeah, maybe it should be. Maybe it's time for those multi-huge uh, multinational companies to take some of that multinational money and put it back into our, into our uh, country, back into our state, and, and build this up the way it should be. Yeah, do we have to have a Disney logo on our, on our station? It's that or no station. Or that or crumbling station, literally, physically crumbling, horribly dirty, broken stations. Option one. Option two is Disney. How do you know that, Larry? 42nd Street. It happened in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. Disney basically took over 42nd Street and it went from one of the worst places in the, in the city to one of the best. Is it perfect? No. What else should I do? Keep raising taxes? Keep letting Rome burn? No. Allow Verizon to lease the naming rights of our bridge. Now, note everything I'm doing, I'm not giving it away. I'm not privatizing it. No. We are leasing naming rights. Already being done in football stadiums all over the place, right? So instead of paying $20 million for a stadium that's used on the weekends, spend $100 million to name Penn Station. Spend $50 million to name the RFK Bridge. But Larry, that's New York City. I don't live in New York City. Okay, I got you. Well, number one, that's going to help you whether you live in New York City or not because as New York City raises revenues to pay for the MTA and places like that, things like that, your tax burden goes down, number one. So this help you anyway. But what about your area? Well, the potholes are being helped by your area. But what about long, you know, interstates and such? Okay, I have an idea. Google's making tons of money. So is Amazon. And they want special roads for their cool cars. All right. Tell you what, Amazon, Google, insert company. 
I'll let you put your name on that road. Same thing, a big, big name on Interstate Road. There we go. And all you have to do, you can put your road right next to it. Keep maintenance on the other road. Now there are two roads. You want to use the Google Road? Awesome, use that road. You want to use the interstate? Awesome, use that interstate. But Larry, that's a f- that federal money will go away. Good. They're just using it to control us anyway. I'd rather have Google money than federal money. And now we can stop paying so much tax to the federal government. Now we have a lawsuit against the federal government to say, I'm not going to pay your taxes. I'm broke anyway from the COVID, from your responses. So I'm broke anyway. So I don't want to pay your taxes. I'm not going to pay your taxes there. Not everything, obviously, but it's a loss to lower taxes to, to the federal government to keep it locally. The entire time that I ran for governor, I focused on the idea of home rule, local, more local control. Here's another great example of that. No raising of taxes, no making people uh, go crazy with fees and fines, none of that. No shaking my fist at you. Instead, allowing other people who, have, who are making the money internationally to instead put the money back into our state. We create a cryptocurrency for, to help us with our income tax issues. Watch cryptocurrency rush to our state. Tons of money in that. Jobs, good jobs. Do that? Oh my God. Second, stop building our infrastructure. Build it with marketing money, both locally and internationally. All of a sudden now, more money's coming in. We're getting infrastructure built. Companies will come back in here. Income tax is going away. Businesses won't leave. We have a chance at fixing this. Starting to sound pretty good, isn't it? I'm still not done. Yeah, you guys knew it was going to come. Got to make sure we legalize cannabis. Got to support our farmers. Our farmers are getting crushed like there's no tomorrow. Got to legalize cannabis. Allow it as a cash crop. Just let it go. No special licenses. None. You guys remember from my, when I ran, you guys teased me about it, but I was right then. I'm right now. Regulate cannabis like onions. I'm not joking. You're a farmer. You want a cash crop? Enjoy. But say you don't want the cash crop. Say you're against cannabis. You don't want to, that's, that's a terrible drug. Okay. Well, if more people are, are, are farming cannabis, not as many are farming onions. You farm onions. You'll make more money because there'll be less people farming onions. Let them do cannabis. Life is still good. Again, no shaking of the fist. You have a choice. The answer every time is going to be more freedom for us. That's how that works. That's how we grow. Larry Sharp sitting in for Andrew Hollister, Radio Free New York. We'll be right back. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals. But don't take my word for it. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. If your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals, give the professionals at Simple Tech Innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. 
Radio Free New York. Hey, everybody. Larry Sharp. I'm back yet again, sitting in for Andrew Hollister. Thank you here, Radio Free New York. Larry Sharp, former gubernatorial candidate. Heading over to LarrySharp.com. Check now. Oh, it's Google Larry Sharp. Also, host of the Sharpway video podcast. Check out the Sharpway. And that's Sharp with an E. And the E stands for entertaining. Yes, it does. But it also can stand for one more thing, education. Why did I bring that up? Because of all the things I talked about, getting people to stay in our state, come back to our state, not increasing our tax burden whatsoever, motivating people to grow and want to invest. It's also a time right now for us to fix our education system. I talked about the idea of cryptocurrency. I talked about the idea of us all having to have more localized control. How about if we use that same cryptocurrency, that New York coin, to somehow help pay for education internally? Yeah, internal coin used in New York State. Imagine if we did that. Imagine if we did what we have to do by our constitution. We have to pay for grades 1 through 12. Imagine if we just decided every school district, how many students do you have? Multiply that by a number. $10,000 $10,000 equivalent, $12,000, whatever. Now, now we're paying $26,000, whatever that number is, 20 some odd thousand, 12, 14,000. That's it. Write them a check or give them the cryptocurrency. Good luck. That's it. Good luck. You know what that would do? That would literally end all school tax that's based on property tax across the entire state. Think about that for a second. If there was no school tax, how much lower would your property tax be? Some of you 50%, some of you more, some of you less. 50% decrease in your, in your school tax without, I'll say again, without hurting our school districts. Would our school districts change? Yes, but they're changing now. That's the point. The COVID response is changing. The teachers now have to respond. Let them respond now. Let them fix it for now and the future. Let them make the mistakes, if they're going to make any, now, so that we can now be better for the future again. Your property tax goes down by that much, you'll stay. People will come back. If we see opportunity coming back to New York State, you'll stay. If we see opportunity coming back to New York State, your family will come back. If we see taxes going down, but services at least remain the same, if not getting better, people will come back. New York State is a beautiful state. I love New York State. And most people who live here actually love New York State. We just hate the government. Well, let's make a better government and we'll have a better state. Well, that goes to the next point. Obviously, you guys know I'm a libertarian. I'm openly, happily, aggressively, forwardly libertarian. Literally, my Facebook page says Larry Sharp, comma, libertarian. Yes, I am. Absolutely. I'm all about the gold, not the red or the blue. That's where I am. Coming up here is an election, 2020. I'm going to give you my editorial opinion. I don't think Andrew will be too angry. He probably knew I was going to say this. But it's okay. I'm giving you my editorial opinion. I'm going to ask you, when it comes to the presidential election, why in the world would you vote for either Biden or Trump in New York State? It's a serious question. Why would you vote for either of them? You and I both know this state now, with all the people leaving, is now about three to one Democrat-Republican. Biden is going to win New York State regardless of who wins the election. I don't know if Trump's going to win the election or not. I, 2016 shocked me. I have no idea what's going to happen. Maybe he's going to win, maybe not. I don't know. Here's what I'm 100% sure of. 
Biden wins New York State. All our votes go to Biden in New York State. You know that. If someone's telling you that Biden's, uh, that, that that's not going to happen, they are either ignorant or they are lying to you. It's not going to happen. Whatever happens at the national level, I don't know. I'm not prepared to make any guesses at all. Here's the one I know. Biden wins New York State. That's going to happen. So why in the world would you vote if you're a New Yorker for Biden or Trump? If you lean left and you like Biden, he's going to win anyway. Why would you vote for him? It's a wasted vote. If you lean right and you like Trump, why would you vote for Trump? He's going to lose. New York State, why? wasted vote. You know what's not a wasted vote? A vote for Libertarian. That's not. Even though Libertarian's probably not going to win New York State, I get that. That would be amazing, but it's not going to happen. I got it. The more you vote gold in this state, up and down the ballot, the more you will have the two people who are right now fighting to rule the rubble because the other is so evil, the better they will have to be. Understand that a strong libertarian party, a strong third party, means you will have better Democrats and better Republicans. Yeah. For those of you who lean left and for those of you who lean right, both of you are unhappy with your party. I know because everybody is. I got it. Do you want better Republicans? Do you want better Democrats? Vote gold. Vote gold to get them to have to move towards liberty. None of them have the ideas that I have had for years and have shared with you for years because they don't care about fixing problems. They care about is problems existing so they can be wedge issues, so they can point the finger at somebody else. See, it's his fault. Trump goes, it's Cuomo's fault. Cuomo goes, it's Trump's fault. Left people vote Cuomo. Right people vote Trump. Life is good. They stay in power. And our state crumbles. Do you want them to actually fix our state, our nation, your county, your town? Great. Hold them accountable. How do you do that? Third party. If they know that the vote may not go to them, and if you lean right, you're not voting Democrat. If you lean left, you're not voting Republican. I get it. But you will vote gold. I saw it in 2018. So did you. There are so many people right now who are on the gold line, on the libertarian line, coming up here in November. If you're in a race where you know what the outcome is, just like we know in New York State, why the hell wouldn't you vote gold? What are you thinking? Why would you still throw your vote away again on another red or blue vote in a race where you know what the outcome is. You're reinforcing bad behavior and wondering why you get bad behavior. You're rewarding the bad behavior and wondering why you're getting bad behavior. Remember something in life. Almost always, there are some exceptions, but almost always, people communicate to you the way you train them to communicate with you. So stop rewarding bad behavior. Hold these people accountable. Look down and up and down your ticket in, 20, in 2020 in November. Look and see, is there a gold candidate? Is there a libertarian running? In New York State for president, there is. Her name is Joe Jorgensen. If you want to vote for her, you can. I'm gonna. I hope you will too. But there's a whole bunch of people running in New York State who are voting libertarian, who are running libertarian. And if you see them on your, in your ballot, 
Why wouldn't you support them? Why wouldn't you support people who think the way I think? Solving problems, trying to fix things, working with both sides, trying to make things work. When I was on Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan said, Larry, you have some great ideas. You know, you gotta lock those ideas down. I said, why? He said, well, people will steal them. I said, great, I don't have to run. I can go back to work. I don't have to do this anymore. I hope they steal all my ideas. Well, they won't steal my ideas if you don't stop voting for gold so that they can look and say, how do I get those votes back to me instead of them voting for libertarians? So I'm asking you, November comes. Look on your line. Is there a libertarian there? Can you vote gold? If you can, do it. If you want me to keep talking the way I'm talking, if you want others to copy me and talk about solutions and fixing a state they love, time to look for the libertarian candidate. Even if they can't win, that isn't the goal. I mean, I hope they all win, of course I do. The goal is to show the duopoly that their bad behavior will no longer be tolerated. They have to have answers. They've got to help us. They've got to fix things. They've got to give us our freedom. They've got to give us our liberty. They've got to allow us to do what we think is best. This is Larry Sharp. I want to say thank you so much for listening to me. If you want to see who I am, you don't know who I am, head over to LarrySharp.com. Larry Sharp, comma libertarian. Uh, the Sharp Way, tonight, 7 p.m. I hope to see you all soon. Andrew, thank you so much for this. I appreciate it. Radio Free New York. Guys, have a great day.